0: have you for the ride. Thanks a lot for stopping by. Glad to have this young lady back. A member of the family. You see her every, every Monday at least. You'll see her on Newsmax TV. Writes great uh, daily stories and editorials over on on, on the Daily Caller. It's Kay Smythe. Kay, how are you? Good to see you. I'm good, Joe. How are you? You're better than good. I, I'm doing just fine. I appreciate you asking. So um, for me... I'm not sure I understand what's going on with all the chemicals. I don't, I'm not sure I understand what the, what's going on with all the, the train derailments, uh, Northern Southern, or if you're KJP, Northern Suffolk. For some reason, Kareem Jump here thinks that's the name of the company. Uh, another train derailment yesterday, the day before. Of course, we know about East Palestine. I don't li- listen. I don't know anything from anything. You're way smarter than I am. Why are we in, in a time where it appears as though chemicals that can kill us? are showing up in the news almost every day. Is that, Do you see that as a thing, too, or is it? am I making too much out of it?
1: No, it's absolutely a thing. And I think it should have been a thing a lot longer ago. Um, it's funny, Joe. I was watching a YouTube video the other day. There's this guy I listened to. Um, he's pretty lib, but his name is Answers with Joe, okay. which is kind of weird. <laughs> um, but it's like spoofy, goofy stuff. And he started talking about the Victorian era. Now, I am going somewhere with this. Okay. And how... Living in the Victorian era, even in the sort of like upper echelons of society, was essentially a death trap. Like, they used this particular green dye, for example, in one of their like wallpapers, green dye. Um, cause green, I guess, wasn't really a well-used color at that point. Cause they okay. hadn't figured out how to get the pigment out Yeah, This dye would just kill you. Like you put up the wallpaper in your house within six months, all the toxins in it, they would just kill you. Wow. And like, it will present kind of like cholera. And so I think it's pretty ignorant of anyone to think that we aren't further poisoning ourselves now. You know, there's little things. Did you know that coffee creamers? Aren't legal in most of Europe because they are so toxic. I say as I quite often drink coffee creamers. um, Because, like, you gotta die of something, you know what I mean? Um, But, like,
0: (laughs) you're not willing to give that up then. Okay.
1: Toxic, the amount of toxic nasties that exist today, it's absurd.
0: Well, if we we just talk about East Palestine, um, none of those people in that little community had any clue that death on the tracks was passing by them probably seven times a day. I mean, mm-hmm. here it is. You, you, uh, what is it? Some sort of uh, um, dioxide something, uh, vinyls, chloride or Vinyl some chloride. crap. Whatever the hell it is. And then when you burn it, it turns into the poison they used in World War I to kill the enemy. That's mm-hmm. passing by any town USA all day, every day. How did we even get here? It, it, this just seems completely abnormal and at the very least inconsiderate. To, to, I mean, tell me that you've got enough chemical to kill 45,000 animals in town, should there be a derailment and at least 45,000 died, tell me that's happening and let me decide if I want to be there.
1: Absolutely, but they're not going to do that because the powers that be make far too much money from exploiting the chemical processes associated with all of this infrastructure that builds like it's just such one huge system if you think about it, right? We've got the railroads, We've got the actual tra- the people who make the trains that carry this stuff right. around the country. We've got the people who make the shipping containers, the specific shipping containers that can actually store things like vinyl chloride to be shipped around the country. And then once they are shipped around the country, all of those different things are used in all of these different processes for things that we as people don't really need. Usually like half the cleaning products. In fact, I I, I will bet you right now, Joe, that if I walked into your house, I could get rid of every single cleaning product that you own and replace it with something natural from either the garden I have here or probably from within a mile of just wandering around your neighborhood that will kill just as many germs. But there's no money to be made from that. There's no money that can be made right now from using natural products to live natural lives. Um, So that's kind of like the big picture thing.
0: What it reminds me of... Um, I've seen some of these old timey, uh, TV shows like, uh, uh, what is the Vikings one that was just on, on Netflix, which was very well done. And I'm thinking to myself, as I'm looking at this, these people did not worry about deodorant. They didn't worry about, you know, a zest soap and what smelled this way. I mean, they smelled like people. Um, we have been so over advertised to believe I need those 30 things under my kitchen sink. I need deodorant that has all these chemicals in it that we normally wouldn't have as humans and you're right we could probably get rid of all of them tomorrow we'd be a little smellier but we would get rid of all of them tomorrow and probably live healthier lives i would think
1: oh yeah and especially if we took out any of all the chem- all the chemicals that go into the way that we produce food so not just the foods that we buy that are kind of pre-done you know everything from pasta to mcdonald's um like even dried pasta has like lord knows what uh, in it pasta but the pasta 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 Pasta. (laughs) Pasta. (laughs) but no like this stuff is in our food it's on all of the food that we eat even the fresh produce you got to really clean it again with natural products to get rid of all the residue of these nasty pesticides that essentially again only exist because they make someone wealthy and because it leads to the creation of some bureaucratic rule that makes sure that other people can't get wealthy so say for example like for me and my friends i will make homemade body scrubs quite often as gifts and every time i do it it's you know it's coconut oil it's used coffee grounds that i dry out here at home what and then i'll either use essential oils or i'll break down my own essential oils from different fruit you don't even know how much of a hippie i am joe (laughs) Pags, behind closed doors like it is absurd
0: well, I mean, I've mentioned this many times on my show, Okay, I am not a body scrub or body wash guy. I'm give me a bar of soap guy. But again, it's because I grew up knowing that, that you use a bar of soap and you get yourself clean. But one wonders, before all of this advertising, before all of these, these things were manufactured somewhere to make money, what did we all smell like? It probably was a pretty smelly time, but we probably didn't, weren't even second-guessing it because that's what people smelled like. I mean, now, yeah. you know when somebody doesn't have deodorant on, they probably smell normal.
1: Yeah, they probably smell normal. <laughs> and also most of the foods that we eat, because there's so much crap in them, yes. that oozes out of our skin. You Ew. like you'd speak to any vegan or anyone who eats a whole food diet, not like um whole food vegan but someone who only eats meats fruits vegetables nuts things that come naturally no processed food their teeth are incredible their health is out of control and most of them don't have six packs because six packs are actually pretty detrimental for the body over time Um, especially for women really bad for women a six pack Um, generally
0: speaking is only going to be there if you're extremely low body fat which is not that healthy
1: Exactly. And yeah. it's like, you know, I, I, know so many girls who've had trouble conceiving and I'm like, yeah, because you need to put on 15 pounds right. and then they do and everything's great and right. they have children. Um, so, you know, there's all these different things the way that we live now, um, that are toxic to us. And then we transport those toxins through towns, villages, villages just even the countryside, the oceans. Like, we transport them everywhere. And they I don't have don't to know, know if we fly them, but I wouldn't be oh, I surprised. Hope not.
0: Boy, I hope not. But, but they have to know going in, you know, if one of these things derails and leaks, we're going to kill a lot of stuff. They had to know that. And I hate, I hate the idea that they were all surprised by this. I and, mean, you know, the best practice is to blow it up. No, it wasn't the best. They probably should not have done that. They should have no. tried to clean it up and get it the hell out of there. You don't set it on fire with with family and friends and, and animals all the way around everywhere. It's K yeah. Smythe. Go, go to com. Check out our podcast, case Saves the USA. At some point, I'll be on there. Uh, when is that going to come out? Do we know in a few weeks? Something like that?
1: It will be within the next month. Yes.
0: So I was on there with Kay last week. She tried to get me to curse. I did not curse on a (laughs) microphone. I thought about it, but I did not. And the reason why I started with the chemicals is because there's this story out of New York City that I'm not sure that I understand. It at first sounded like it was a chemical leak and everybody was in danger. Now it sounds like one person died and it may have been by his or her own hand. What happened here?
1: So it's what's called. It's Here's the presumption um, from all the reports that I've read and the story that I wrote today. So a woman in uh, midtown Manhattan committed suicide in the backseat of her car by drinking some kind of chemical, some kind of salt that the police who arrived on the scene, she was seen in the car by a guy walking his dog who called the police and said, I'm a bit worried this woman looks dead in her car. Uh, The police showed up. Opened the car and this like huge wave of like sulfuric kind oh, of wow. nasty smell washed over them. Now chemical suicides are not unheard of, but generally speaking, it's like people either do it by accident or they want to know for sure that they're going out and they can't get access to a fire gun, um, to a firearm. Um, and so, While it's not that common, you know, in this day and age, you don't often hear about I mean, you hear about people committing suicide all the time because it's a record high right now because we have so much untreated mental illness in this country Um, and around the world. I shouldn't just say it's because it's not just here in America. It's all over the it's all over the world, mostly in the West. Um, But I guess like I showed up in hazmat suits to this car Um, We had fire crews, police officers, um, other sort of experts there. Was anybody else at risk or not? So, I mean, you never really know with something like this. Like exposure is like, there's so many different levels and it really depends on what the chemicals are. But I know that I wrote a story last year. Um, A decomposing body was found in a house in, I want to say Brooklyn. It was definitely somewhere in New York. Um, And he had, or there were enough chemicals i guess at the property like hazardous materials and schematics that it was like oh this guy looks like he was trying to build a wmb and i can't remember what happened exactly with that story it was very much like brushed under the rug i never heard back from any of the people i called about it um so usually in that situation it's part of like a larger ongoing investigation usually related to domestic terrorism and you know if you find a decomposing body usually that person has been at the property owned the property and the people have like other people have come in, killed them to use the property for what they want to do. Um, So it's kind of one of those things where there's not a lot of information because you don't want to give other psychos ideas, which is a thing. You know, you look at suicide bombers. They all sort of follow that. I I get that. But
0: here's my chief issue with how it was being reported, not by you, but by others. They made it sound like there was a chemical leak or could have even been an attack of some sort when the reality of it is there was one woman who – Looks like she took her own life with a chemical and people generally speaking, were not at risk. Other than that, it sounded like a different story than what I'm hearing now.
1: Yeah. Well, that's Twitter. I yeah. woke up this morning. Joe, this is a hundred percent true story. I wake up this morning and I was up first. John goes hey like look at this like this is like some like billionaire who like started some couple... well, it shows me something on twitter i was just like that that meme's been around for like since the internet was started <laughs> I, I, That's love, not I love your
0: impersonation of his voice though <laughs> i know it
1: should be more southern really shouldn't it? it should be like <laughs> babe I found the story. no I'm just kidding he doesn't
0: really talk right, about so, so in yeah. other words I, the, the Twitter sphere is what pushed this because I was at the gym today and I looked up at the screen and some of the CG that was on this story I couldn't hear it but all I could see was, was on the screen it looked like there was a chemical leak in New York
1: yeah and that's like that's the news that's Twitter that's the Twitter pundits that's social media you know they're going to blow it up to be more than it is and it is a sad situation like it's always sad when somebody dies but Just because the Ohio train derailment maybe happened, you know, like happened a month ago, which you're not really supposed to carry on stories in the news. If they're over a month old, you want something fresh. People are working on deadlines. That's why, again, another reason I love coming on this show. Another reason I love working at the Daily Caller. If there's something important that needs to be explained to the general public, it doesn't have to be brand-new, fresh, sexy, horrifying news in order for it to be relevant. So we've been tracking the train derailment story pretty um, pretty fiercely. Um, and I think that, you know, I, t- dude, Twitter told me twice today that George Soros was dead, and George Soros isn't dead. Like, wow. I don't even know what's going And I'm getting notifications about this stuff. Yeah, and it, I'm well, like, i it, point where I'm like, what?
0: I think the comparison you just made makes a lot of sense. The, the, the leak, the train story in East Palestine is not as sexy anymore for the news, although it's still a very big story. Yeah. Um, but if you use leak or chemical leak in your headline, that's going to grab our attention because we're still mm-hmm. fresh off of a gigantic chemical leak in East Palestine. I think you nailed that one. It's got CaseMyth, Go to k I probably have time for this one. I don't think we're getting to into psychedelics, but let's talk about the Yellowstone. Um, I, I Again, I've seen some of this show, yeah. not an awful lot of it. Um, and I know that it's a very good show. Kevin Costner has become as big a star as he ever has been, if not even bigger than he used to be. And he was always a very big star. But for some reason, I'm hearing from Case Smythe, there might be a rift between the creator of the show and Kevin Costner, is there?
1: There is. I mean, from all the reports I've read, um, and I've been, again been tracking this. I've been tracking Yellowstone as a show. I remember when it first came out; cause I had really bad flu, and I thought, "Wow, this is too clever. There's no way they're going to get a second season." And then turns out Hollywood made a great i or made a great choice, and now we're halfway through season five of the series. So it's a hit cowboy drama, Yellowstone. Lots of different spinoffs. Yeah, spinoffs and everything. I mean, uh,
0: honest to God, yeah. they're, they're going nuts. People can't get enough of this. Everywhere.
1: Yeah. Oh, they so can't. What's the and problem honestly,
0: between him and Costner?
1: Well, here's the thing, right? Taylor Sheridan, and I'm prefacing it with talking about Sheridan just because I actually think he's, pro- I think he's the best writer of entertainment that there ever has been and ever will be. I just think he's one of the greatest writers of all time, if not the greatest wow. writer of all time. Um, and I'm not just overstating that. I actually like a lot of his other shows and movies and his dialogue, Joe. Oh, it's just, it's uncontrollably fantastic. But anyway, so Costner, who gets paid $1.2 million per episode right now, that'll go up to 1.5, I believe, wow. as of if he signs on for the next season. So Costner was trying to work out, so the rumor goes, he's trying to work out a deal with Paramount, who own Yellowstone and own all of Taylor Sheridan's development deals, um, he was trying to work out a deal with them to sell his series of movies that Costner is making on the Civil War called Horizon. He wanted to sell them to Paramount. So Paramount, I guess, were thinking about it because Costner had been really difficult about the shooting schedule for season five. Okay. Um, and they were like, OK, if we give him this deal, then he'll just... Come and, you know, like shut up about Yellowstone and we'll be good to go. For whatever reason, he didn't get the deal and has basically said he won't even be available to start filming the second half of season five of Yellowstone until October, which means with production and everything involved in that, it's probably not going to be out until next year. So now the question is, are they just going to kill off Costner as soon as they get back to season five, just be done with him? Every single star on the show is, like, every. no one is safe. It's Taylor Sheridan. You can die in a heartbeat, and he'll kill you. Yeah, but diehard die die fans
0: like would revolt, money. wouldn't they? And I've got to go no. quick, quickly here. They, they would not. They'd be okay with it?
1: Yeah, absolutely fine. McConaughey has already said that he wants to take um, on the sort of, like, really? staple role. Costner is nothing compared to, like, Kelly Riley. Cole Hauser, okay. I mean the spin-offs, There's this one kid I'm pretty sure it's like the first role he's like ever had, this skinny little ginger boy called um, oh I don't know, his his character's called Jimmy, he's getting his own spin-off show <laughs> filmed at the very real Four Sixes ranch because he is the most beloved, adorable little like yeah. former meth head turned cowboy ever it's ranch, no, and It's going to be way bigger than Costner Where's oh it doesn't even like, and it's so sad because I guess When you let ego come in too hard into play Mm -hmm. in the things that you love to do, like in terms of work, which is what Costner's done. He's just a complete or from all the reports I've read being a complete egomaniac. And I've been tracking the story since like last summer. It just it breaks my heart because the cast of Yellowstone were pretty much unknowns before this show. And every single one of them is an expert talent.
0: I gotta Absolutely I gotta wrap nice it. I gotta wrap it, but R A N C H Yeah.
1: It just it just breaks my heart. R A N C H. R-N C Ranch. 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 Anyway, I hope Yellowstone figures it out and Costner takes his finger out and chills. Okay.
0: okay. Sounds good. Okay, we appreciate you. Go to casemite.com. We'll talk to you next week, all right?
1: Sounds Bye. good. Thank you. Bye.
0: Back after this. Bye. you stopping by today i appreciate Kay coming on if you missed any part of that interview or the interview with sal greco make sure that you uh check it out later on we'll put it up on uh on rumble just go to JoePags.com, click on watch you'll see all the interviews there for polo for sam for carrie it's joe we'll see you tomorrow this is the joe Pags show